coming up, a free open source utility that's going to blow your mind on Hands on Mac. Hands on Mac comes to you from Twit's LastPass Studios. You're focused on security, but are your employees? LastPass can ensure they are by making access and authentication seamless. Whether employees are working in the office or remotely, visit lastpass.com slash twit to learn more. This is Twit. This episode of Hands on Mac is brought to you by LastPass. Allow your remote workforce the ability to do their best work securely without jumping through hoops. Visit lastpass.com slash twit to learn more. Hello, everybody. Leo Laporte here. Happy Friday. Time for another Hands on Mac. I thought it might be fun to show you a new application I've been using for some months. I really initially thought this is too good to be true. I didn't want to tell you about it because I thought there's got to be something wrong with it. But after using it for some time, I can safely say Sync Thing is one of the best tools I've ever found. Not just on the Mac. It works on Macs, Windows, and Linux, too. In fact, I use it on all my computers. So here's the, the use case for SyncThing. What SyncThing will do, it will allow you to securely synchronize folders between two or more computers in the background automatically, completely securely, and privately without going to a third-party cloud in the sky. So it's a really great way for people who want the privacy uh, uh, of not using a third-party cloud like iCloud or Dropbox, but do want to synchronize folders across multiple machines. This isn't going to be any use to you if you only have one machine, but if you have multiple computers, many of us have desktops and laptops. It even works on uh, Android devices. There's no iPhone version of it yet. Maybe never will be because of the nature of the iPhone. SyncThing is really worth looking at. It's open source, so you can verify what it's doing. It's free. It's completely private. It's an open protocol. And it is a really interesting way to synchronize folders together. SyncThing has a daemon that is a program that runs in the background automatically whenever you turn on your computer. And I'll show you how you configure it. It's actually very simple. SyncThing uh, has a web page that you go to, a localhost web page. You're actually logging into the server. And this is what my SyncThing looks like. I can pick folders to synchronize. I'll show you how I do that. This is the add folder uh, dialog box. Notice right away that this new folder has this unique nine letter name. This is the key to sync thing. These folders all have unique nine letter names and only you can authorize synchronizing these nine letter names. So even if you know this, you can't go home and say, you know, turn on your computer and say, turn on sync thing and say, I want Leo's UVVCY-PKMC folder because I'll have to give you permission. So it does, it's a really nice two-way street. We start with the folder label and it can make it anything I want. In this case, I'm going to say, this is my documents folder. It's another nice thing compared to say, uh, Dropbox. You can have it be any folder on your computer. Here's the folder ID. And now I specify the folder path. Uh, notice this is the initial dialog. I figure out what the label is. That's going to be the label across all systems. Uh, the folder ID, that's going to be the same on all systems. 
but the folder path might be different on all systems. In this case, I'm pointing to my local documents. Uh, I can have it sync to something else on another computer. Let's look at some of the other tabs on here. Sharing, it shows what other systems I have shared with. And in fact, when I share this documents folder, I could share it to my Pixel. I could share it to my Notepad here or my iMac Pro at home. I'm going to turn those on. File versioning is great. This is a really nice feature. There's a variety of different techniques. I'm going to use something called staggered file versioning. Uh, what will essentially happen is if a file gets changed or deleted, it gets preserved as a version. You can say it can last a year or you can say it never ages out. If I set it to zero, it'll keep those versions forever. So that, that means uh, I will have an infinite number of versions on my hard drives as things change. You can even say where those versions get stored. By default, they're stored in a hidden folder, ST versions, sync thing versions, inside the shared folder. That's a good place, but you can have it be somewhere else. Maybe you have an external drive, that kind of thing. You can have ignore patterns. I suggest using this, especially on a Macintosh. There are some weird uh, files that you might not want to save, files that begin with dots, for instance, uh, DS store, things like that. So you can set some patterns of things that are not backed up, and it uses... Uh, which is nice. It uses regular expressions, which are documented right here. So you can easily ignore stuff. And then in the advanced folder, there's some things you're probably going to want to pay attention to. Uh, it is automatically watching for changes to a folder. So if I add something to my documents folder here, it will be synchronized to all the other folders. But there is one exception, and this is really important. Synchronization can be dangerous if you synchronize deletions. And you may not want to synchronize deletions because that means when a file is deleted on one folder, it's deleted everywhere. You can designate a folder to be send only, which means nothing on this computer will be changed by changes on other devices. Just this is a good backup choice, right? It only sends changes from this computer to all the other computers, but any deletions on those computers will not be reflected here. Any additions on those other computers will not be reflected here. Receive only means any changes locally will not be sent to other devices. So I only get changes from other devices, but any changes I make here are not shared. By default, you probably want send and receive. That keeps the two folders in synchronization, but it does synchronize deletes. So if you want backup, send only is probably the right choice. And it's nice to have a send only folder just so that you can make sure stuff gets backed up. You can make sure that it doesn't fill up your hard drive. You can say how often it's rescanned. Uh, all of this is uh, useful. You can ignore file permissions. I would not. I would use those. Um, so this is a very simple setup. You probably can ignore these extra tabs. I always go in and turn on file versioning. That's about the only thing I do. Now I say save. Now I have to give permission uh, on the Macintosh to access that. Now my documents folder is being scanned. And again, it's secure. If, if somebody says, hey, Leo, I want your W6MUC0A9UF folder, I will have to give permission before it gets access to that. You can see this is a fairly large folder. I actually do synchronize my documents folder uh, among all my machines. That's really, really handy. 
So this is a very, very useful thing. Notice on the Pixel phone, I can automatically synchronize folders. I mean, uh, photos. So that's a way to back up without putting your photos in the cloud. You're not using Google Cloud or Amazon or any other kind of cloud or iDrive or iCloud, uh, OneDrive or iCloud. You're just using your machines to synchronize. So my Pixel uh, folders are going to be synchronized to whichever machines I add that to. You only synchronize folders that you want to sync. You don't synchronize folders you don't. The default folder is the sync folder. That's created on all sync thing folders. You can use that as a simple Dropbox or a public sharing folder. By the way, public sharing is available. You can share with anybody you want. So this is a great way to share, say, photos with family and friends. Um, it's a really sweet system. Absolutely free. Very powerful. You can see more information about your system. You can shut down and restart the daemon in this settings. There's some advanced settings you probably won't ever have to mess with, including an API key that allows you to use third-party tools. Yes, there's a full API. In fact, there's some forks of SyncThing and some third-party uh, SyncThing interfaces that you can use uh, if you don't like the default. I'm just doing it. There's no... There's no uh, application I'm using. I'm just using a web page to look at the information that's preserved by the daemon. This is a very nice tool. And I love it that it's absolutely free. Sync thing, S-Y-N-C-T-H-I-N-G dot net. Worth a try. Uh, play with it. Be careful. Again, you don't want to synchronize deletions if you're backing up. You'll want to make a folder that you're just backing up, a send-only folder. But as you play with it, I think you'll see it's very useful. For me, the use case is I have many computers, two of them right in front of me, several at home, several phones, and I there are certain files I just want to have everywhere. In some cases, uh, like with the Pixel phone, I'm only sharing photos from the Pixel phone to some computers. In some cases, I want a common documents folder. That's that's typical for me. I want a common documents folder everywhere. Um, I share music only with computers that have big enough hard drive to hold my music collection, but that's really great. Remember, it's operating in the background. Don't expect it to copy a 100 gigabyte collection overnight. It's going to take a while, but it just runs in the background without impeding you, without getting in your way, securely, efficiently. It's kind of a miracle of software. Highly recommend it. SyncThing.net. That's our tip this week on Hands-On Mac. And really, it's a tip for Windows and Linux users, too, because I use it on all three platforms. Hands-On Mac is brought to you by LastPass. LastPass surveyed 700 IT and security professionals across a range of industries. 82% say their business has been exposed to a risk due to poor identity and access management. LastPass can help you manage identities, promote good security behaviors, especially while your employees are remote. LastPass gives employees their own vault for storing every app and web login they use. It's secure. You can share logins while keeping access to a corporate data 100% safe. Go to lastpass.com slash twit to find out how they can help you. Lastpass.com slash twit. That's it for this edition of Hands on Macintosh. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show, and I hope you'll come back again every Friday. Make sure to subscribe. You can do that in your favorite podcast application. You'll find uh, previous episodes at twit.tv slash H-O-M. We're also on YouTube. Um, I really appreciate your watching. We'll see you next time on Hands on Mac. Bye-bye. 
Want more Twit? Well, check out Hands on iOS, twit.tv slash HOI, where I teach you all about iPhones, iPads, AirPods, Apple Watches, and so much more. If you want to get the most out of your device, then you got to check out Hands on iOS, twit.tv slash HOI.